Hi, and welcome to another episode of Down Murder Lane. Hi, everyone. This is season two, episode 29. 29. And today, we just realized this, this I don't is, know, like an hour ago. This is, this is fucking cool. Yeah, this is like a, a big moment for us. Um, today is the two-year anniversary. We didn't plan this. Like, two-year anniversary of us starting this podcast. Yeah, two you, years ago today, we recorded our first episode. We yeah. didn't release it. So, two years ago today, in this very basement, yep. we recorded the Zach and Addie episode. In the bathroom, on the Paw Patrol yep. couch. And <laughs> I feel like... Remember when April and Megan came and yes, brought us a bottle of Snoop wine? Bottle and wine. like, what good friends. They're we so should have had them over tonight. I know. At the three-year, we will. We should probably have our friends come sometime and yeah. hang out again soon. And do this, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, so this is, yes. Happy fucking anniversary. Have two year deuces. Woo! Cheers, bitch. Cheers. Yep. I'm You're drinking. I'm not. In the I know, way. I'm not even drinking. She's drinking Blue Moon. I'm I, drinking Snoop Wine. I needed a beer today. Today was a beer day. I needed wine today. I had a doozy of a wedding over the weekend, and I just am like... You're spent. You're spent. spent. I know. In a good way. Yeah. It's awesome. Yes. Okay. Okay, so this is, yeah, season two, episode 29. This is um, the Seminole Heights serial killer. Ooh. And I was on location uh, in Tampa, Florida, and this case was my dad's idea. As soon as, I know. Mr. Taylor. Yes. We love you. Yes, and here's an episode, Dad. I know you've been jonesing. I'm very sorry. We love you, Colin Taylor. So we. Yeah, (laughs) he is. Mm-hmm. So he told me about. He's like, you got to do this because it could be like a four-part episode. <gasps> and he was like giving me ideas. And but anyway, so this is the uh, Seminole Heights serial killer. His name is Howell Emanuel. They called him Trey Donaldson the third. And this case um, is insane. It's actually v- super recent. Really? Um, mm-hmm, very recent. Two thousand seventeen, I believe. There's serial killer. I didn't even know about this. Yeah, and it was um, when. My favorite murder was doing their tour. When when did we go see them? Twenty eighteen. Yeah. That long ago. When Gosh. they were doing, because it was like November of two thousand seventeen, they were there, and he's like, "You guys have an active serial killer." I remember listening to yeah. that. Yeah. So this that's when that was happening. So. Oh my gosh, that was the beginning of our of our budding friendship. Yeah, we started listening. I mean, to we them. were friends, but that was when shit started to get real. With yeah, us. we started like opening up like look at how weird i am a little bit oh yeah. can a little little weirdness shine are you yeah. do you like it do you accept it yeah. okay yeah <laughs> we accepted each other's weirdness yeah okay i embraced it and i was excited i was like oh my god yeah finally we are the I'm same <laughs> okay so that over there is heather and that is jessica uh, you ready to come take a trip down I to tampa florida and i'm excited all right let's go yep. down murder lane All right, so here we go. Get started. West Dallas or Florida? I love this segment. It's the best. All right, so a man was arrested after police say he stole collectible coins Mm. worth tens of thousands of dollars. Wow. Then ran them through grocery store change machine <laughs> that returned just a fraction like those of coin star the machines? coin star. Yep, ran the coin star. Kids. Yeah. Because those yeah. machines don't. Oh, they pay like the fuck that is. Yeah, they just put all their change in there and it counts it instead of like having to roll it and take it to the bank. <laughs> yeah, so this 
this <laughs> jackass. Douche. Okay, so 40-year-old Shane Anthony. He's 40 and he did that? Yeah, he doesn't know. Give me some... Give me a fucking break. Melee, melee, whatever. Told investigators he stole the commemorative presidential dollar coins <laughs> and other items from an office. The coins were worth $33,000. Yes. But Melee ran the coins through a Coinstar change machine <laughs> <laughs> that only produced their face value maybe around $30. So... I know it's hard to believe, but Melly was charged February 1st with grand theft along with unrelated drug charges. So, I mean, there so, it is. I mean, that's really hard to believe. So Okay, so this is the best. This came $33, from... $33,000 and yep. you only got 30 bucks. i am going to say he's Stalis. <sighs> it's freaking Florida. Damn! It's actually Miami. Um, and this case Stalis. came from our friend of the pod, uh, Andrew... He sent it? it to us. Yeah, it was on one of the things he sent. It. I was like, this is too good probably not to because, share. Sorry, Andrew. Probably because I've been in wedding hell. Yeah. So. And there's so many good stories. I don't yeah. know where he finds this stuff. He's good. Our friend Andrew sends us the best memes I of Skeletor. Like he just needs to be our research and development department. He should like. He should work for like the Onion or something. He, he would have the best like yeah. stories to tell. Yeah, he's know. good. Thank you, Andrew. Thanks, Andrew. All right. So yes, that was in. <laughs> Miami. I thought it was for sure Florida. Or West Dallas? I mean, West... I thought it was for sure West Dallas. It sounds very West... Yeah, it could yeah. be West Dallas. But Flor once I heard, saw the drug part, I'm like, nah, that's Florida. Speaking of West Dallas, I have a real Jones in for a good West Dallas bar crawl. I know, we need to. Like, I want a good, real deal yeah. West Dallas bar crawl with and girls. Now's the time to do it because the state fair is going on and... So it'll be really interesting. Remember that one story about the people that got caught having sex at State Fair and they Ew. went into Polly's and they got arrested? There? Yeah. <laughs> Remember when we walked into Polly's and then like there's nowhere to sit. We're like, let's go. Yeah, so we went to Stalas Stalas Palace. Palace instead. <laughs> Where there were nails as yeah, those handles wild. to the bathrooms. Anyway, okay. All right. All right, so good old Miami. All right, so TripAdvisor. Bienvenido a Miami. I know. But it's not all <laughs> sexy and cool like no. Will Smith said it was. Right. Anyway, all right. So, TripAdvisor, we're going to split this into two episodes because there's so much information. Um, so, we wanted to, again, I kind of didn't want to do just Tampa specific. I wanted to go down into Seminole Heights is where all this happened. So, is Seminole Heights, is that a, like a suburb or is it like a neighborhood? It's a, it's a neighborhood. Okay. Yeah. It's very... It's kind of like Bayview here where they okay. took it over. My last case kind was... Like actually, gentr oh, okay. Yeah, gentrified. Mm -hmm. yep. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So the best thing to do during the day, um, the second Sunday morning market uh, brings more than a 100 vendors to Hillsborough's high school in the front lawn where dogs on leashes and kids on adrenaline are welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so vendors um, sell plants, veggies, gourmet bites. So it's kind of like... Um, Farmer's market. Like a farmer's market, yeah. yeah. So before food trucks became <clears throat> all the rage, Tampa Mexican food mainstay Taco Bus was dispensing fresh, cheap, authentic fare. Yum. The best. So before taco so trucks were cool. Best? Yes. Taco bus? They came and did yes. The and they're best? still over there. They're really, really good. Okay, well, they're we pretty go, I want. Yes, they're pretty similar. You know there's a truck that always is outside of Home Depot? Yeah. They're really good too. That place is excellent. Yeah. Okay. So and um, but now it's open twenty four. The bus is parked now right near there, and it's open twenty four seven. 
The cute and funky Sherry's Yesterday's Hawks Vintage Clothing. Cute. Accessories and jewelry, as well as an overall diverse assortment of mid-century modern decor. Cool. So that is, yeah, TripAdvisor, number one, number one thing to do in Seminole Heights. I like it. Besides try not to um, get, yeah, murdered. get murdered. So. In your cute house. In your little bungalow that you've, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, when you go there, we will visit. I we'll eat it. some Cuban food. All the Cuban food. All, oh my gosh. I can't talk about it because I'll be hungry. There's but. a Cuban restaurant in Franklin called Havana Cafe that's supposed to be excellent. Hmm? We should what? go sometime. I did not know there was mm -hmm. a Cuban. Because when I found out they had like a Cuban restaurant, Cubanitas. That place is not that good. That place is not authentic. No, I'm sorry, no place offense. is like the ladies from, it's like oh. a little place. We it's gotta go. It's on Ross and by the Rock. All right. And it gets rave reviews. Really? Yeah. Let's go. All right. We will go there next. Okay. Sweetie. All right. The Seminole Heights serial killer is an alleged murderer who is believed to have murdered four people in the Seminole Heights neighborhood of Tampa, Florida in October and November of 2017. Wow. All four victims were shot dead seemingly at random. So he's like the son of Sam, just like Pretty much. fucking mm -hmm. taking people out. Yep. That's yep. terrifying. But he hasn't talked and given himself a name, so. All right. Okay, so victim number one. A man was shot and killed around 12 p.m., on October 9th, 2017, as he was waiting at a bus stop near North 15th Street and East Frierson Avenue in the Seminole Heights neighborhood. The victim was identified as Benjamin Edward Mitchell, a 22-year-old African-American man. He is the first known victim of the then unidentified killer. Mitchell had gone, had left his home about a block away and was on his way to see his girlfriend. Aww. Yeah, I know sweet guy so you're um oh, i keep going yeah keep going victim number two on the morning of october 13th so how many days later four yeah four days later a city landscape crew was about to mow an overgrown field in the 1000 block of east new orleans avenue when they stumbled upon a woman's body the victim later identified as monica caridad hoffa a 32 year old white female was shot dead while walking to a friend's home. Jeez. Mm -hmm. The shooting is believed to have happened on the evening of October 11th or sometime in October 12th. So she was out there for a day or two. Yeah. It was really overgrown. and Right. Mm -hmm. Police said that there was no clear connection between Hoffa and Mitchell, the first victim. Her body was found about a half mile from where Mitchell was killed. Yeah. Yikes. It's a small neighborhood, too. Yeah. So, uh... I know my dad's going to want me to go into her story a little bit, but I, I really didn't because I didn't want to just zero in on one of the mm -hmm. victims and not give all of them. But um, this this girl in particular was their best friend's, their best friend's son. This was his girlfriend. Um, but they were my parents' mm -hmm. son. Son, this was his, his well, they weren't together at the time. They'd gone back and forth because she had some, like, Getting back together. Yeah, some, she had some, like, drug problems, uh -huh. but she was recovering, and she, she was, was doing great, and they were talking again, and he was actually brought in and, like, interrogated for, like, eight hours over this. So he loved her, yep. and they were trying to figure it out. Yeah. I really wanted to try to talk to him while I was in, it just didn't work out. Oh, so. man. All right. That's awful. Yeah. 
Um, so a 20-year-old Hispanic man, so this is victim number three, mm-hmm. was shot dead at about 7.57 p.m. on October 19th. So six days later. Yep, on 15th Street near Wilder Avenue. Anthony Nao... Nabo, I don't know. Nabo? I know, I was giving Sorry, myself. Anthony. Ended up in the area after taking the wrong bus home from work. Shit. He was walking toward a Route 9 stop when he was shot in the head and killed on the Jesus. sidewalk. He was the eldest of five siblings and child of Carmen Rodriguez and Casimar Neoba. Neboa. He was born in the Bronx, New York, and moved to Florida when he was nine years old. Oh, man. I mean, it's just terrifying. Can you just imagine what the city was going through at this time? I mean, no. like, you can't like, walk what? anywhere. You're like, you can't take the bus. You can't walk in this neighborhood. Like, what is going By on? By yourself or with, I mean, terrifying. All right, so victim number four, at about 4.50 a.m. on November 14th, so this is the next day, mm-hmm. a 60-year-old man was crossing North Nebraska Avenue just north of East Caracas Street when the suspect came up behind him and fatally shot him. The victim, identified as Ronald Felton, was walking to the New Seasons, um, uh, uh, this ministry, this church, to meet the pastor to get ready to distribute food to families in need. He had been a volunteer at the food bank for more than a decade. So there's no pattern. We've no got rhyme or reason. We've got a 62-year-old man. Mm-hmm. We've got a 32-year-old woman, a 20-year-old man, and a 22-year-old man. So... They're, they're different races, yep. different genders, Background. No, yep. like, no rhyme or reason, not nope. mm-hmm. besides being in the neighborhood and walking. By themselves. Right. Yep. It's terrifying. Very. Okay. On October 13th, police deducted that the murders of Mitchell and Hoffa were connected based on ballistic evidence showing bullets from both victims came from the same Glock handgun. It's good police work. Mm-hmm. They increased patrols in the area and issued a statement urging people not to walk alone at night. Except for a grainy security cam video of a man in a hoodie, Tampa police had very few leads and no suspects. Dozens of people from the Tampa Bay area came together to mourn the deaths of Benjamin Mitchell, Monica Hoffa, Anthony Naiboa, and Ronald Felton on separate occasions as well. On October 31st, 2017, over 50 police officers were stationed in the Seminole Heights area. Wow. That's a heavy police. Department. That's like, think about my neighborhood. Like, yeah. just my block here. Yeah. 50 police officers. That's nuts. That's great, right? They're like, they answered up. They ain't right. happening. So, they were stationed, 50 police officers were stationed in the Seminole Heights area, as well as Tampa's then interim police chief, Brian Dugan and Tampa Mayor Bob Buckhorn to ensure a safe night of trick-or-treating for the community's youth. My kids would not be trick-or-treating that night. I'm sorry. I would not have sent my kids out. Officers from the Florida Highway Patrol, Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office, and Tampa officers were stationed throughout the community in cars and on horseback. Wow. So they were like, really wanted this neighborhood to feel safe. But I don't... Just so random. I bet I would not have let my kids. Mm-mm. The randomness mm. of it is the most terrifying. Part. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. So a hundred and ten thousand dollar reward was put forward for information leading to the person persons responsible for the murders. So surveillance video from the murders of Mitchell and Felton showed the suspect wearing a hoodie that was apparently light colored. Though detectives said the colors are misleading, as dark colors often appeared as light colors in video, especially mm. at night. Yeah. 
Furthermore, after Felton's murder, witnesses told police that the suspect was wearing all dark clothing. Hmm. At least one what witness uh, described the suspect as a black male with a light complexion and a thin build, estimated to be about six feet to six feet two inches tall. But really, I mean, that's all. Sorry, Tabby, you just hit the microphone. <laughs> sorry, Tabby loves attention. Yeah, she's all over, especially when we're recording. She's all over us. Yeah, she's so. just so excited, Tabby. But that's where I kind of want to just stop for yeah. this episode, and we can break it up. But I, I'm glad I did not live there at the time or down in that area, because even if I lived in another area, I would still be so freaked out. Like I said, the randomness is the most terrifying. Like, I don't want to compare him to the Son of Sam, because, sort of, but the Son of Sam had a very distinct... Mm-hmm. He was, like, he was looking going for couples, couples, and then the the girls were dyeing their hair blonde, remember, mm-hmm. because he was going for brunettes. Yes, that's so right. So they were all yes. dyeing their hair blonde. That's right. That's scary. Yeah, it was wild. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but this is even more scary. Yeah. Because it's just completely random. And you don't know, like, there's a lot of construction and houses being renovated in the area so it's like you don't know is there another body being hidden somewhere we don't know about because everything there's trucks and there's dumpsters and right there's just can't i just can't imagine that night seeing all those police officers and but who would let their kid go trick-or-treat i'm sorry not to shame people but jesus i would not have let my no was not going to be happening on the night but all right, so we're going to take a break. Okay. We are going to talk about the, how they find out who it is and blah, blah, blah on the next episode. So, so just chill. To the next episode. Yeah. And I want to go through all the other stuff. Maybe I'll wait to the end. Yeah. Um, let's, let's just wait till the end. Yeah. So you can chill to the next episode. We're going we're gonna to go into a rest area yeah. while we take this trip down murder lane. Yes. So until next time. Take that trip. But pack wisely. Because you never know who you will run into. Hopefully not Trey Donaldson. Yeah, no mm-hmm. shit. Down. Down murder lane. Bye.